Naked Colors is brought to you by Podbean. Looking for an affordable, easy way to get your podcast started? Well, get two months free when you go to podbean.com forward slash BTB 2017. Go ahead, sign up today and get your podcast on the road. Love, love, and be free. Naked Hugs. Naked Colors also has an online store where you can get all types of apparel, even custom make it. Go to shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash Naked Colors. Get your shop on today. everyone welcome to another installment of naked colors i know that it has been um a couple of weeks since the last episode but i am back had to adjust some things and i want to give you all the heads up that i am now um all over the place i'm resubmitting the podcast to various avenues and looking to um further branch out to get more listeners um so we are still hosting on podbean so if you want to join us on podbean just follow us at nakedcolors.podbean.com and we'll still be there um and you can also get bonus episodes or the unedited uncut versions of the podcast at our patron page at patron.podbean.com forward slash naked colors so i do have a special guest on tonight i have a mr bradford on tonight please introduce yourself uh hello everyone uh i am bradford calling from uh bozeman montana and i don't know what else to say about myself awesome and nice to have you on ask the questions and I, I can uh, tell, tell you more about myself, I guess. Thank you. And it's awesome to have you on Bradford. So how is the weather in Bozeman right now? Um, it's on the, a little bit on the uh, chilly side, but that's normal for Montana this time of year. Um, a lot of the snow has melted, but it, there's still a lot of it in the mountains right now. Um, I do like to go out and do a lot of hiking. So I'm anxious for more of the snow to melt, but Occasionally, I can still find some good spots uh, at this time of year. And that is awesome. Same here in South Carolina. It's kind of chilly a little bit. Hopefully, we don't get any more snowstorms before the end of March or, you know, before the middle of April. So, you know. Right. So, we are here to discuss. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bradford. I was just going to say we uh, generally get uh, one last snowfall around Easter time, so uh, we're still prepared to deal with that. And I've seen that happen before. I've seen that happen. It happens all the time. The weather can be quite, quite, quite crazy. So, so um, Bradford, tell me a little bit about your naturist experience. Um. Oh, I don't know where to begin, really. Uh, in some ways, I feel like I've uh, I've never really liked wearing clothes, um, but even more more recently, I discovered that hey, I can just there's a few places around where I can just go clothes free, and I really enjoyed it. 
Um, most recently, it's, uh, you know, finding places in the woods that I can go hiking, places that are pretty remote. Uh, Montana is a pretty wide open space, so it's not too difficult to find places to be all by yourself. And then you can um, remove all your clothing and just go walking around in the woods with nothing on, and it feels great. And that is something that I love doing. That is something I absolutely love doing. Um, I actually went for a hike um, a couple of weeks ago when it was very warm um, here. And, you know, I'm just so grateful uh, for the warm weather, although it turned right back cool. So that's um, that's something that I actually enjoy. I can't wait to the summer to where I'm able to actually travel more. concerning being able to travel more, go to different resorts and different things like that as well. Right. So what are some of your yeah, favorite I've, places? I've, I've, uh, I've, uh, never done, uh, any, um, big social, uh, social naturist events. Um, for the most part, you know, I'm, maybe this is just a Montana thing, but most people don't seem, uh, to take to, uh, naturism uh so eagerly which i think is kind of surprising because we have such a um a beautiful and wide open space here that i think it would be ideal for a lot of naturists but uh um for the most part i'm pretty solitary um although with a few friends you know i can um we can get together, sit in a hot tub with nothing on, or if I'm hiking with a few friends and we come across the lake after a few miles, it's not unusual for all of us to just strip down and jump in the lake to cool off. And I, I understand, and it's kind of hard networking here in South Carolina sometimes, um, uh, mainly due to people um, being so secretive or that fear of being found out by the general public and things like that, you know. So that's something yeah. um, I I found out that a lot of times I have to travel abroad or either have to get out of my own comfort zone. Um, whereas I have actually went to a lot of social events in uh, the D.C. area, um, even in Florida at Hallover Beach. I've also gone to um, River's Edge in uh, Georgia. Um, as well as in the woods camp. So just to be able to go through a couple of um, those resorts. Um, Now this year, um, last year, I didn't get to do a whole lot of traveling. This year, um, this summer, I plan on doing a whole lot more traveling. So yeah. um, One of these days, I'd like to visit some of these resorts. Yes, I, I would. Sorry. I would love to do more traveling as well. I would really love to do more traveling. However, my schedule is just so hectic. Sometimes, you know, when you're working and you're running your own business, and life itself gets in the way. Sometimes. Uh huh. Yep, I can understand that. Um, and a lot of it's just you know being able to afford long trips and stuff and saving up for them. So. Yes, yes. And that's that's why I always advise people, if you want to take a trip, find you a site, well, not a site means, but a second source of income, you know, to supplement and help you get you to where you want to go, where you want to be in that retrospect. And that that will actually help you a great deal. That will help you a great deal, I, I must say. That will really help. I'm uh, looking into some uh, 
places in Idaho, actually. Um, apparently, a lot of the uh, the hot springs there are clothing optional. Um, so that's kind of close by to Montana. So I might travel over there a few times this summer and see what kind of hot springs I can find and enjoy soaking in for a while. And and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, actually, um, one of the places that I've been to in Georgia, um, in uh, River's Edge, actually, they just installed um, a new hot tub, and it is awesome. Um, I tried it after they installed it, and of course, got the inspections done, and I was excited, and I was able to relax, <laughs> and it just so happened that it was my birthday weekend that I went, um, and it's, a, it's actually you your indoor. Suit. Perfect. Exactly. Okay. What better way to be, you know? Exactly. Yeah. That so, sounds like a lot of fun. I'm very excited. It was. It was. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I would not trade it for the world. Now, <laughs> um, as far as naturism, what are some of the things that you do to educate people on what naturism is and is not? Um, so far, uh, I haven't gone out of my way to educate many people um and the few people that i uh um few people that i can go on hikes with or whatever are people who already know enough about naturism to uh realize that you know it's just feels good to uh you know not have anything between your skin and the world around you um that's probably the biggest part for us um you know, feeling of, you know, having your whole body be able to breathe like that without any constraints. Um, and also, and I it, actually... It's something that we just... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I don't think we really, you know, discussed it amongst ourselves otherwise. Um, but yeah. And that's... For the most part, That's it's just been a couple of friends and, you know, we never really decide beforehand, but, you know, we come across like a mountain lake or something and like, hey, let's just, you know, soak for a while and then hang out for a while and enjoy ourselves. And we have a hard time telling a couple other people about it or, you know, if we do, they they think it's, you know, well, were you just guys just having a big sex party or orgy in the woods? And like, no, no, we just, you know hung out naked for a while you know people exactly don't seem to understand that exactly and have, and it's crazy yeah. um because even as i am um i'm in the midst of my transition from one gender to another a lot of people think oh so you're new to so is that a big sex party i'm like no you're doing everyday things, every just normal things, except for clothes free. You're being natural and you're being liberated. And I think a lot of people, it's hard for them to comprehend that nudity is not limited to sexual activity. Right. Um, and for me, on occasion, it's uh, it's put into spiritual activities as well. Um, exactly. I'm, exactly. I have uh, a bit of a pagan side and... Um, we've done a couple of ceremonies where we've, uh, had to all be clothes free during the ceremony just because it was symbolic for being closer to nature that way. Um, and one of my friends also runs a, uh, 
an American Indian style sweat lodge. And I don't know if you've ever experienced one of those before, but it's, um, we all go into a lodge where there's heated stones and you pour water over the stones and the lodge gets really hot. And while you're in there, you, um, meditate not only on the heat that's around you, but on a lot, a lot of the uh, troubles and issues that you're working through in life. Um, so it's um, kind of a a physical and emotional or spiritual cleansing all at the same time. And um, none of us are allowed to wear clothes in there. Um, practical reason is because you're going to be covered in sweat, but the more spiritual reason is that um, Going into the sweat lodge, uh, we all go in as equals. We don't have any adornments to show that anyone is, you know, superior or inferior to anyone else. Um, and um, coming out of the sweat lodge is symbolic of coming out of the womb. And, you know, when you come out of the womb, of course, you're, you know, naked as the day you were born. Um, and so it's kind of like being born again into the world after you've gone through this practice. And that's probably the most, uh, the best example of any uh, social naturism that I've done. Um, I, that's where you know, I actually, I've been around complete strangers even, and we all go in and, you know, we kind of have that agreement. It's like, yep, we are all here as equals, and this is what we have to do to, with each other. And it, it's a great support system, actually. And I actually want to, um, I actually want to experience that myself. I've never done that because um, I've never had access to one of to one of those type of things, you know. Um, so it, it's it's been it's been different sometimes, you know, um, going to different avenues and different places. However, one thing I do want to do one year, I want to do a social activity to where um, we are celebrating um, since my birthday is in March. It just passed. Um, I want to do a, a March babies party where we come together and celebrate a lot of the March babies that are in the naturist community and different things of that nature okay. where we have food games, play music, have trivia games. Um, also doing body painting, which I mentioned um, in an earlier podcast, doing something socially that you can do as, as a part of social naturism, um, that I find very key and very awesome. That sounds like fun, actually. I've never done any body painting, but yes, it does sound um, like it'd be a lot of fun. Yes, I actually um, have seen different videos about it, and that's something I really want to try within the next year or so. Um, which I'm, I'm actually going to make that happen this year. I'm going to make that happen this year. So, and I'm very right. excited about uh, about it as a whole. Um, you know, because that's is something artistic and you can really express yourself. And I think also with naturism, the different ways we go about exploring it, it allows us to, you know, let people know that, hey, we're just living our lives, clothes free. And, you know, where we would be without clothes, you know, we wouldn't have half of the problems that we have with self-esteem, with body image sure. issues, things like that. And no thanks to media, we're taught that you have to have the perfect body, you have to have this type of shape or this type of body in order to be seen naked, and that's so far from the truth. Yeah, I agree. Um, I did have a good experience in uh, 
college where um, I hired myself out as a, a nude model for art classes there. And one of the first things uh, that uh, some of the art professors said to me was, you know, you know, we're glad that you don't have your the standard uh, supermodel uh, physique. You know, I'm a lot skinnier than average, um, and you can, at the time, you could probably count my ribs from, you know, a few hundred yards away. But uh, um, that it was kind of encouraging to uh, hear people say, you know, we like your body for the way it is, um, and it was. Admittedly, a bit of an ego trip to have uh, a bunch of people around me all drawing me from different points of view or doing different paintings of me, um, and that really made me feel uh, really good about myself. You know, seeing all these images that people made of me and looking at these and thinking, "Wow, these are very beautiful." Um, I didn't think that I was, you know, I don't look at myself and think that I'm, you know, the most beautiful person in the world by any means, but. Uh, when other people saw me that way, um, it was uh, quite quite the boost to the self-esteem. That's for sure. And 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 that and I must say, since I have begun my transition um, um, with body image and dealing with gender dysphoria, it has helped me in so many ways as a trans woman. Um, it has helped me as I come into being with myself as well, um, as I've come into being able to, you know, do this process, even in the face of society saying, oh, that is wrong. And, you know, different things right. like that. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a skinny person myself. I must say I'm a skinny person myself. I love to eat. It doesn't show. But I love food and food makes me happy. It makes me whole. But unfortunately, I can't gain any weight to save my life right now. So that's something that I'm like, you know, I'm just ready to gain some weight. But I'm, I've actually come to terms with my body type, um, my body shape. And I'm very excited about where um, it's taking me, where life is going, um, you know, as far as. Uh, my naturist lifestyle. Now, I understand that you said that you were pagan. What exactly is your belief system, if you will? Um, for the for the most part, uh, Nordic. I uh, I have uh, I follow the uh, the Norse gods, you know, Thor and Odin, Loki, Baldur, and them. Um, but in, in practice, uh, I uh, I tend to be more of a, uh, what would you call it, a pantheist. I do see spirituality in everything around me. You know, the trees and the rocks have spirits, the mountains and the rivers have spirits. Um, and so I have uh, a bit of a reverence for nature in that way. Um, and I, tell, I tend to celebrate, you know, the different phases of the moon and the different changes of the season. Those are very important spiritual times for me. And I've met a few people around here who share, share similar beliefs, but again, it's you know almost as hard to find other pagans as it is to find other naturists too. Yes, I'm actually I identify as multi-faith, um, simply because of the fact of okay. I was raised Christian. I'm still a Christian. I still practice Christianity, but um, in recent years, I've also gravitated towards the more um, traditional African. Uh, traditions and belief systems 
So okay. uh, they are a part of my heritage. They are part of my lineage and my bloodline. So it's a lot of right. things that um, actually, if you look at the different religions, different beliefs, they all blend together in a sense. They all draw from one another. That's so, true. yeah. And especially one thing, um, the reason why I ask is uh, with Christianity, the first thing they talk about is being uncovered, being dressed modestly, things like that. And, uh, you know, there's been scandals where public officials, public figures have had their nudes leaked. And it's like, oh, my gosh, they had their nude pictures leaked. And it's a big thing. And I'm like, okay, they're not doing anything sexual. They're just (laughs) naked like you would be if you're at home taking a shower or getting some sun or, you know, even getting out the shower, brushing your teeth. And I think so many times in the religious sect, primarily Christianity and a couple of other religions, people place too much emphasis on sexual stuff. And it makes you wonder what is really your, where is your mind, you know? Right. Where is your mind? (laughs) Well, in the, uh, um, the pagan tradition with the, the few friends that, um, I practice with um, this sexuality is brought up, but at the same time, it's not brought up as this you know, horrible, evil thing. It's, you know, more looked at as, you know, it's a part of nature. You know, the reason we have life is because there are sexual relationships, you know, humans do it, plants do it, animals do it. And that's kind of what makes life go around. So it's it's not a taboo subject as it is, you know, in uh, some of the uh, Christian circles. Um, and so, you know, in that sense, you know, certain spiritual practices, even if they are naked, you know, they can be sexual, um, you know, they don't have to be, but it's, you know, looking at it in a sexual way, isn't, you know, looked at as a bad thing. It's looked at as a natural thing. And, you know, then the ceremony is over, we move on and, you know, we get over it and we don't, uh, feel any sense of shame for thinking sexual thoughts in the same way we don't feel any shame for, you know, being naked in nature or, you know, having a, any horrible body image or anything like that. And I agree with you on that. I really do agree with you on that. I, I, and I honestly feel that as, um, as a naturist myself, I feel that sometimes, um, it's always that one bad apple that tends to sexualize everything. Oh, totally. Yeah. I and it's kind right of there. annoying. Yeah. Um, even comments um, on certain networking sites, you'll get, oh, you have a nice this or that. Instead of just commenting, oh, nice site, or this is a great picture. It's like you're picking out certain things. And I guess for me, being um, who I am with my gender identity is like... Uh, it's it's annoying. It's annoying. It's really annoying at sometimes where um you it it gets tired. It gets very tiresome and bothersome when you're constantly having to hear such comments and you're just trying to enjoy a close free lifestyle. So it's like uh, you just want to punch them in the face, but you can't because you know. <laughs> now I did want to talk about naturism. Go ahead. Uh, I was uh, um, curious, you know, do you get any of, you know, um, over-sexualized comments just from going through a uh, a gender transition at all, um, even without the nudity aspect? 
I actually do on a daily basis, and my favorite reaction is to block and report profile. There you go. Good for you. So yeah, and, I, I have no idea what I have no idea what uh, what um, what you're going through in that sense. So um, so it's one of those things I can't. I feel like I want to relate, but I don't know what it's like. So forgive me for you know getting oh, too personal with my questions oh, or whatnot, okay. but. Oh, that's what this podcast is here for. And that's one of the main reasons why I started this podcast, to let people know that trans people are naturist as well. You know, we are human beings as well, right. and we deserve to be treated as such um, because I actually had someone on a social net, uh, social networking website for naturist say, well, you shouldn't change your body because you're fine the way you are. Um, I'm trying, I want to convince you not to do that. I'm going to make sure that you don't go through with that. And I just felt so disrespected because it's like, you cannot make that call for me. This is yeah. something that I feel that I need to do for me because this is how I identify. And it seems like so many people jump to conclusions on, you know, one specific part of you. And, you know, if, you know, if people say, if people find out that, you know, I'm a naturist and, Oh, you're one of those people. And like, well, wait a minute, you know, you shouldn't say just that about me. You know, other things about me is I'm someone who likes to go hiking and camping, you know, I'm I'm someone who plays guitar, I'm someone who brews beer, you know, I have a lot of other things that, you know, don't make people jump up and point their fingers, but you know, that one thing and suddenly their perception of me is completely changed. You exactly. The same thing on occasion, yeah. Exactly. And I agree with you. Um, now, I did want to talk about naturism and politics um, with the recent um, pleading and begging for gun control, as well as the assault on unarmed people, minorities by the hands of police, different things. Um, do you feel that the naturist community could actually mobilize for such causes? even for equal rights or for civil rights, different things of that nature that affect this country? Hmm. Um, I haven't thought about it that much aside from, you know, there's, I've seen that there have been, you know, naked protesters and they do get noticed. Um, um, it, it's hard for me to speak for all naturists and about, you know, how they feel about certain um views on gun control or violence and whatnot. Um, I don't think I've, you know, met any other naturists who are also members of the NRA or anything like that. Um, but uh, um, that, that's a tough one, though. Um, yes, I, I, and I, I actually, how... I've actually have met some naturists that are you know, it, I find it quite different considering you're a naturist, but they have actually, in my in my point of view, bigoted ideas and bigoted ideals about marriage, about, you know, civil rights, even race. Um, and being a naturist of color, um, a lot of a, a lot of people think that, you know, there's no place for people of color, black and brown bodies. In naturism, but I'm like, well, at one point in time, we were all naturists, you know. It's like, really? Yeah, hmm. yeah I've, 
I can't say I've encountered that, but Montana um, doesn't have a lot of uh, variety in uh, race up here. Um, but yeah, that that's really odd. I've never imagined that there would be any uh, bigotry or racism among naturists. I, I've seen it happen, um, not on a grand, grand, grand scale, but it's like, you know what? It is what it is. Everybody's going to have their point of view. But I think it all boils down to respect for one another and respecting each other's point of views as well. And also learning how to see things from the other person's perspective sometimes. I honestly feel that that would help in the society as a whole, especially with the young children that were affected by gun violence in Florida um, a month ago. And then we had an incident in Maryland um, that transpired as well on last week. And my heart goes out to those families that have been affected by those horrendous tragedies. Um, I I have seen the naked protest and that's something that I thought about doing. Um, Also um, in getting off the political circuit, I do also want to, actually go to um a world naked bike ride um that's something that i would love 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 to do oh, I'd, um, love, I'd love to go to one of those yeah those sound like fun yes that's something i have yet to do which is on my bucket list to do so i think um i'm actually going to try to find the schedule for some of those and plan around my work schedule and different things of that nature as well so because that's well, something if you, I've if you do find the schedule like post, post the schedule online or something uh, I'd like to see where they are and if I can make it to one of them. Oh, yes. And I will I will make sure of that. I will post that online. I will also um, talk about that here um, on the podcast as well. So. Cool. If uh, if we happen to uh, find one that we both can go to, then, you know, we'll meet up and, or something. And that <laughs> would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be a lot of fun. Yes. And Bradford, I've, I've, I'm really enjoying this conversation with you on tonight. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to share um, before we ended the podcast tonight? Oh, not that I can think of, um, except, you know, still thinking on the, uh, uh, the politics bit. Um, I'm thinking back to the, uh, the sweat lodges that I've gone to, you know, part of the ceremony involves, you know, praying for, a lot of the other people around the world. Um, and another aspect of the sweat lodge is, you know, I told you we're all equals going in there. And I think that's one thing about uh, naturism in general is that you have a tendency to see people more as people mm-hmm. um, when they're not wearing any clothes or any adornments. You don't have to look at them and say, oh, I bet that person, you know, makes a lot of money or I bet this person, you know, is a lot poorer because they don't have, you know, the right clothes or something like that. And I think there's, I think you're able to um, more easily remove judgment in that state. And And I I actually agree with you. I kind of encourage people, you know, who are, you know, if I see people who are uptight or, you know, really angry about this, that, or the other, or seem to have a lot of issues, I tend to think that person just like needs to, needs to go out and just get naked for a while. And, you know, just, you get a better perspective of life in general that way, I think. So 
it's something that I encourage everyone to do. And I, w- I would say that, and I agree with you on that. And I think it's all about us seeing people as human beings. And that's one thing that I love about naturism. It causes us to communicate and actually talk instead of just making yeah. useless assumptions. And I found that to be very valuable because at the first time I went to a naturist resort, um, I, I was, I was, I always traveled by myself since I've been single. Um, I actually taken a couple of friends with me a couple of times. Um, mm-hmm. And this was back in 2000 and I want to say 2010 or 11 that I went to one myself. I went to one in 2013 as well. Um, actually went by myself and they were like, hi, how are you? I was just telling by myself and I'm, I was kind of shy, but being in that type of setting helped me break that shyness. They were like, how are you? We introduced each other, uh, introduced ourselves mm-hmm. and we started talking. They were like, well, what do you do for a living? I said, well, I'm a singer and musician and I also um, work in corporate America. And we started talking and it was quite a few other musicians that were there. And it so happens I ran into people that I actually knew from playing at venues together, playing in different venues together. We're both musicians and some of us went to the same college. And I actually, um, another time I went, there were a couple of times where I went with a good friend of mine and we journeyed to Georgia when it was very warm and we traveled and we had a good time. And we got on the subject that I had a new tattoo and I didn't want to get in the pool. Although the tattoo was like maybe three weeks old, I was scared it was going to get infected. They was like, no, when did you get your tattoo? Okay. It's like, it's been over a month ago. They said, oh, you're fine, child. You're fine. It's not going to get infected or anything. <laughs> said, oh, well, thank oh, you. Good. So I got in the pool and had a good time. All right. So, but Bradford, thank you for coming on and being a part of Naked Colors. Um, and to my Naked Colors fam, um, if you ever want to be a part of a show or want to discuss or brand your product, email me at nakedcolorspod at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Naked Colors Pod. Also, we're on Facebook. We have a like page as Naked Colors Pod. So be on the lookout for that as well. Um, also, I'm looking forward to interviewing more people and going higher. So please, if you see it, share it for bonus episodes as well as for unedited episodes. You can just go to our Patreon page. It's patreon.podbean.com forward slash Naked Colors. And also you can check out our online store. We do have an online apparel store. It's at Spreadshirt. It's Spreadshirt.com. Uh, slash naked colors or you can go to shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash naked colors and check out some of the apparel that we have there we have hats shirts aprons mugs anything that you want um you can also custom make your own things um if you have a special event and you're needing someone to print out t-shirts just let us know or if you have your own resort there's a design that you want and you want to print that off, contact us or anything for your event, contact myself uh, and you will be able to print that out. So you all live and be free. Have a great night. And again, Bradford, thank you. And naked hugs. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks. Thank you. And you have a great night. Naked colors. Is now on Twitter at Naked Colors Pod. You can email us if you have any business inquiries or if you just want to advertise your product, just email us at nakedcolorspod at gmail.com. Remember, if you see the episode, share it. If you love it, share it. Don't forget to support us by going to our Patreon, Naked Hugs. <laughs>